I'm alive, of course I'm live, people. <clears throat> that sounded a bit bandily. That was bugged. I don't know what's going on, man. I'm a bit tired still. Let me take two. People deluded. I'm back again. Thank you very much for tuning in each and every time. As usual, I hope everyone's doing well and safe. Hope everyone's having a great start to their weekend off the back of a fantastic week. Hope you've all made progress in terms of your goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, aspirations, overcoming hardship and all of that. Crucially, you ain't got health, you're dead, in it? So I hope you and your loved ones got continued good health. As I would just big up the Twitch gang because we just come off a live stream uh, where we looked at what happened with Fiera or allegedly did happen and a couple of other bits and pieces. But as we draw towards the close of the season, as I said on Twitch, it's not done. There will be content, but it's been a long season for my club, myself, and just football in general. And I've appreciated watching it with you, the highs and lows, all the Premier League watch-alongs, Europa League, this, that, the third, you know, big different content we've been doing, Champions League, which, you know, it would have been nice if Arsenal next season could have had Champions League watch-alongs, but I'll be doing them regardless. But yeah, it's been fantastic and couldn't have done it without your support. The journey to 50,000 on YouTube, smash the like button and subscribe, and 10,000 and beyond on Twitch, do the same logic, apart from hit the like button, because there isn't one, but subscribe via Amazon Prime. Still alive and kicking. Make sure you're following on Twitter, Spotify, Apple Music, TikTok, and all the rest of the beat them things there as well, man. Man said, where's the right intro? Fair enough. Big up yourself, Jay. Shout out the members. You know what the people want, the people have to get. People deluded. I'm back yeah. again. Come on, Ian. Man. Come, on, <laughs> man. Come, on. Come on, Ian. Come on. I can't lie. The guy's laugh is infectious, man. So, yeah, I hope everyone's doing well and safe. As I said, again, in terms of Arsenal, there isn't too much going on. You know, we're probably at Arsenal's mer mercy, really and truly, in terms of transfers. Obviously, we've got Everton this uh, to, to end our Premier League season. I'm sure a lot of Arsenal fans, myself yeah. to a degree included, everyone's just hoping for a Christmas miracle, even though it's nowhere near Christmas, and that somehow Norwich win and we do our business. But <clears throat> it's too late. It's gone. It's Europa League settings. On the topic of watch-alongs, make sure you're there for that. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is, man. It's 6.40 a.m. in Canada. Shout out to Canadians, man. Hope you're having a great start to your day. Hope you've had a great sleep and that, man. Uh, big up, DG. How you doing, bro? I'm good, brother. Hope you're doing well. Missed out on a job opportunity, but we keep going. Fuck them, man. They lost out on you, blood. Fuck them, bro. Fuck them, man. Football, you know, <clears throat> football's a game. I mean, like, like football, life is subjected to opinions, man. If they can't see your wavy, it's not the company for you. Fuck them, man. Fuck them. We go again. Something bigger landing. It's as simple as that. We go again, man. It's nothing. How you do? Hey, friend, how you doing? Respects to you. I'm doing well, man. The weather shit in the United Kingdom. It's been sunny a couple of days. I don't know if you look here, but it's raining. Um, yeah, man. I went football yesterday. Scored a couple goals. Bagged it. It went to a penalty shootout. Scored the penalty as well. Five-a-side settings. 
but someone clamped me, the top of my foot is bruised and I can't lie, it feels like I'm walking with an ankle weight on the top of my foot, but surviving, I'm feeling like Bakayo Saka in that. Off topic, Dortmund clipped Marco Royce. I mean, they've been a bit inconsistent throughout the season, innit? And I was, I only fell into knowing about him through Gladbach and that. I don't really feel he's gone on to do what I thought he might be going on to do in this in this football thing, but it is what it is, people. I mean, in terms of other news, what's going on, man? Come on, someone lied to me. You say we're going to buy Kevin De Bruyne or something, man. Apparently, Marquinhos is basically an Arsenal player as well. Let me actually see. So, yeah, man. Arsenal have been linked with no one. At least we've, you know, Medina signed a new deal. That was massive. Massive, massive signing. That. So, yeah, man, let me see if there's any other, If so we don't miss out anything. In this grand old world of football, there's still the Arthur Mellows. There's still half a lot of other stuff. Shout out Tino as well. Apparently, Arsenal have reached an agreement with El Nene to renew his contract. Apparently, we're looking at Nordi Michele, who is set to leave RB Leipzig at the end of the season. Arsenal are keeping close tabs on him. He'd be available for around 8.5 million euros. Allegedly, people. Daniel Canula is to, nor uh, is to narrate Arsenal's all or nothing. City still want 55 million for Gabbers. So it's the same old, same old, same old, really, where the rumours are concerned, people. So, yeah, we'll get into them in a sec. Any questions, talking points, any of these things, get them in. Score the pen, life-changing, DG. 100%, man. You're from Kent, piping down there too. At least, so, yeah, hey, we're all, we're all together with this, in it, really? But, I mean, I like the sound of rain. It rains always sounds nice when you're inside, isn't it? But the same way, I hate it. Mbappe signing for Arsenal, waiting for our last game to announce. Trust me. <laughs> what are you saying? What's them sources? Wallahi, bro. <laughs> I hear it. Maybe when he's maybe when he's 32, he's 23 right now, so there's not long left, really. Dortmund also clipped their manager. Yeah, they're speaking about it. I mean, shit. If I was certain managers, I'd be drinking my tea smirking, innit? Because Dortmund probably sacked him for less, innit? Certain man just keep getting more and more opportunities the more they kind of come up short really if i'm honest must be nice in life to be rewarded with second third 50 chances god to me it is what it is apparently arsenal of marquinhos is basically signed for us tottenham could get bastoni if they get bastoni i'm writing because that's a serious signing Serious signing. What else is going on? So, yeah, I think we've got all the headlines we need to have. Really? When do you walk away from the Gab has this deal? 50 million one year left is a madness. I don't know where I stand on it, you know. I don't know where I stand on it. Because <clears throat> I know he's got a year left on his deal, but and I agree on one hand, obviously, we're getting zanged in it. We're getting zanged. I think it should be about 35, 40 or 40 odd region sort of deal we should be doing. But I think I think I think so. We are I think we are getting zanged. As I said, you know, we spoke about this yesterday. If I was 
if I was City, what they signed him for 35 million, you know, he might not have became a key sort of player like that. Let me make a timestamp one sec, man. Uh, let's make a timestamp of this. Gabriel has this 50 mil a deal or a ripoff. It all depends how you look at it because, like I said, man, look, City, if they they, they signed him for 35 million. They tried to sell him in, allegedly, these are the reports that we read, they allegedly tried to sell him in the last four seasons, right? 35 million, last four, it's tried to shot him in the last four seasons. Obviously, in total, they're paying about 85 for Haaland. Not that City care about peas, but if they get 50 million for Gabbers, then what's the true cost of what Haaland would cost in it? You get it? So there, there would be that. Um, and like you lot said, a year left on his deal, getting 50 million on a player that could run down his deal, that's good business. You know, and it's a 15 million profit on the initial price, um, excluding wages and all of that. So it would it would be great for City. We'd be getting zanged and it further confirms that sometimes we're not the best when it comes to buying and we have problems. Hit the like button, by the way, when we're selling. Obviously, it's like I, it's, it's like what AM is saying. You're probably going to have to wait to the end of the window or near. The window's going to have to get in moving and, and then Gab Jesus is going to probably have to dig his heels in, demand to leave, etc., the time for that isn't now. They're focusing on the on the on the Premier League and whatnot. Um, so yeah, but at the same time, 25 years of age, 50 million. Obviously, if you play well, no one cares about the price tag. And as an Arsenal fan, I think we could do a lot worse. I I obviously Brazil bias 25. Yeah, apart from the one year deal, one year left on his deal. I don't think 50 million is is that bad, you know. I wouldn't, you know. I think we're getting a bit zanged and having to overpay, but reality is we're not the most attractive club for him. You know, we can offer him a lot of playing time, but he's been at City, we're building. Yeah, there's things we can offer him, the prestige of what we used to be, the London aspect. He knows and maybe potentially trusts Arteta. There's a couple of a Brazilian man and Portuguese speakers and whatnot arriving. The youth project, you know, you're 25, you could be a leader in this thing on top of your experience. But reality is we've got no Champions League football there's six other clubs allegedly interested in him. And I've seen Arsenal do a lot worse. Yeah, you might, you know, but I'm not being funny. But if Gabbers shows this potential that he had to go to City in the first place, you're going to make your 50 million back and maybe some change. Again, Arsenal tax needs to be applied because Edu isn't really a hustler at this moment in time. So there's, there's that. There's longevity there. Like what you could have him for a five-year period. Obviously, if he starts scoring goals... 50 million is not the worst. How old was, and I know the context is different, but how old was Lacazette when we bought him for 52 million? So I'm actually not that against it. You know, I do think we'd be getting zanged. You know, I'd, I'd be trying to do this for 35, 40, maybe a little sell-on clause, but we could definitely do a lot worse. And obviously, if you was to offset that with some potential outgoings, then yeah, the only issue is, obviously the goalposts have shift with probably not getting Champions League football allegedly and other targets seem to have gone. But it seemed, it seemed to me like, it was going to be Gab Jesus and something else. And that maybe the, the the dynamics have changed in regards, but one has to wonder, can you really 50 million on, 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 on Gab Jesus? Then this next striker, whoever much, however much they cost, this next one, like, I don't know what, you're going to have to pay conservative 50 million upwards for a next striker. So that's about 100 million-ish on two sort of players, really and truly. I know Gab Jesus can play out wide as well. Then, I, for me, I'm very passionate, as you lot know, about the middle of the park for us. Then we need to start talking about midfielders. Then we need to start talking about fullbacks. Now, obviously, we've been linked with Aaron Hickey for about 20-odd million euros. The same similar sort of fee for that Marlene guy at Udinese. That's about 40. So this probably takes our spending over 200 sort of M's. And obviously, 
it's never easy. There's there's moving parts and things. So I think we could do a lot worse. I do think 50 million is sly overpaying because he's got a year left, but I don't I don't think it's that deep. I know Arsenal Arsenal capable of doing a lot worse. Again, Gabriel just has never kicked a ball for Arsenal, but you know. Is this more risky of an investment than when we bought Lacazette, a player that we was linked with for about two, three years, and it's well-documented. Wenger had cold feet. Gazidas had to persuade him. Lo and behold, six months after we bought Aubameyang, you know, obviously it didn't cost a lot of money but, uh, in terms of a fee, but William's wage, obviously 72 million on, on, on Pepe. You know, we've done a lot of things that haven't banged. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really mind these people really, you know. I don't know, like maybe what are you lot saying? I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't. I'm not again as against it as I as I as I think. DJ out of the rumored players we're linked with, which do you think will actually get? I don't know. I think Hickey's really realistic, but even that you're seeing yesterday went for the Newcastle. Honestly, I don't know, man. I wish I knew leaks, but I I don't know, man. I really don't know. I do think you uh, there is some truth in Gabpazis. I do think potentially you could get Arthur Mello. I do think there's a chance of getting Telemans. But, you know, with Champions League and obviously you don't know because what's going to happen the longer you leave it. Again, you could be getting Gabpazis, Gabpazis. Someone rings him and says, yo, Real Madrid or Juventus or this club or that club want you. He's got a decision to make. Now, I hope we've done the groundwork. We've heard it in, in relation to Gabpazis. We've been talking for months. We can't have been given assurances specifically about Champions League football to Gavazus because while we're in the race for it and there's still even a tiny chance at the weekend if Norwich do their job, which probably isn't going to happen, you know, you can't have been saying, yo, we're going to be playing Champions League football. You can sell him the project and what we're trying to do. And that goes for half of these players. You couldn't have been guaranteeing and keyword guaranteeing Champions League football to any of these potential targets. That's why I'm even with no Champions League football, I don't want to hear that excuse in the summer. Because when did Champions League football throughout this season become a thing? Probably towards the end of the year. Do you what did we just wake up and then start? Did we just wake up recently and start looking at targets? You know, whether you was gonna get, you know, whether there was encouragement to get Vlahovic or you was what some cynics would say, bidding for a player that had no interest in signing for you, so which money wouldn't be spent, you could show the club you was showing ambition. It would have boosted our chances in January signing players, but it weren't a, it weren't a given. So you was committed to signing Vlahovic. We heard the other day, Darwin Nunes. You know, we never we go back to August. We tried to get Latoura Martinez and to a degree Tammy. Obviously, Tammy's not in the same at the time in the monies in, 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 in that regards. But you was ready to do these things without Europe. So I'm not too sure. Telemans and Arthur Mello's agents allegedly have been at London Coley throughout this um since the turn of the year. So you can't have been telling these guys we're getting Champions League. You can sell the carrot of what we're trying to do, what Arteta's trying to do, the prestige of what Arsenal used to do, the London aspect, the potential thing of, you know what, where we're at right now, you can play, you can do well and help us. But if, you know, bigger clubs come for you, these are things that you're going to have to consider as a selling points, really. So I definitely don't think 50 million... I definitely think 50 million is overpaying, but we could do a lot worse. And fundamentally, what... To us normal folk, what strikers are, are out there really and truly? Like, what strikers are really out there for, for an affordable, affordable price? Strikers are not really... They're a hot commodity, you know. There's not really a widespread... Like, you can't be... You can't sit here and name 30 strikers that are 30, really. So, there's a lack of strikers. It's well-documented Arsenal need a striker, you know. 
So this is a position of strength from other clubs. You're really going to have to go and do this elsewhere. Like you probably even, we was linked with Isaac in, the, in January as well. You would have probably had to have committed a fee of about 50 million to Isaac as well. So half of these guys, you know, Ivan Doni, so for example, I'd be trying to buy him for 35 million to be part of the squad just because I see someone say his name. Brentford are probably going to ask for 50 million. Now, whether you want to or not do that is another thing. You know, Tammy Abraham, I don't know how much he went to Roma, but you probably have to slap an extra 20 or something on if Chelsea were to sell him to us. How much is he going from Roma? They're not going to really sell him, you know. So what really can we do? It's not that it's a gap as this or nothing thing, but yeah, and he does have to push to move. But it, it seems to me City don't necessarily mind him busting out for free. You know, he seems like, a, you know, he's not a disruptive figure. He's a good player in the squad. You know, yeah, he's been scoring, playing up front and left wing of late. But you've seen him play everywhere under Pep. And they might just, you know, you they might just say, you know, we spent 35 million on him. He's helped us win titles and things. What is it, really? They could still really sell him in Jan. And there's the, we never know with him. You have to, we have to assume that Gabriel Jesus is hell-bent on leaving. Now, I know there's a World Cup to consider, but yeah, man. Ronaldo is not a baller, by the way. I mean, he's literally getting paid to kick football. What are you, what are you talking about? I hear that, man. So, yeah, man, it's 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 an, inter it's an interesting one. I'm not necessarily against it, obviously. And sometimes you have to overpay. Did Liverpool probably overpay for Van Dijk? Yeah. I'm not comparing him to the same thing. Did they probably overpay? Yeah. Did Liverpool did probably didn't want to pay 70 million, but that's the going rate and it helped them, you know. It's completely different, but Van Dyke's doing the job, so nobody cares about his price tag and several others, you know, unless it's, it's something else, really. And that there's even some cases of that at Arsenal. People only care about the 50 million spent on Ben Wacker. Oh, he's looking a bit shaky. Going in the start of the season, people were saying they see the angle that Arteta was coming with. So I don't know, man. To be fair, Thiago had one foot out the door as well, so you're right on that, you know. And plus, obviously, Thiago's age makes it a bit different as well. He's 31, as quality as he is, he's here for now. But still, I'd rather, like I said, if we could give them back their 35, do it for around 40-odd, you know. But if we pay 50 million, I've, I've seen my club do a lot worse, whether it's spending money or committing people to new contracts and then tearing them up or bringing in costly free transfers or penny pinchings. I've definitely seen my club do a lot worse. And I know it's not the same, but... Depending on what you do with the Bellerins, the Ainsley Maitland-Niles, the Lucas Terreras, these sort of things can help offset that really and truly. He's worth 40, 45, so 50 isn't a rip-off. 40 is calm for me, but would like to go lower. No clue what you're saying there, my dude, but shout out to you. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, really. You are technically Man City's rival, so add Prem tax. 50 million is making sense. I mean, we're not their rivals, but I get your point still. Like, we can't talk to them. We could definitely see us do a lot worse, man. Is Arteta only here for the rebuild? Is that the understanding at the club? I don't know. You'd have to speak with them. He's here. The, the project is to rebuild. If you can rebuild and do high and higher level class things, then fair enough. More credit to you, in it. But right now, it's project rebuild. You need to show that. You can be part of that. We're at 49 likes, people. Can we keep going? Can we keep going? Can we keep going? So, yeah, it is what it is, man. To be honest, the only reason it's a problem is if they use it as an excuse not to spend more. Exactly. And to be honest, you can have all the midfielders you want. You need someone that can put the ball in the net. Currently, if we sign a striker for as much as I think Smith-Rowe, Saka, 
Martinelli, Odegaard, they're all doing their things, bro. It's going to be just like when we had a prime Aubameyang where they might score goals, but there's never we never give our strikers really that much service, really and truly. So we're going to have to see, but they should have known we're in this. Sometimes you might, this is the territory we're in. We've got no position, no power, like. You have to just accept where you are. And like I said, crucially for me, I've seen us spend 50 million work, like 50 million and do worse and spend more than that. So it's calm. DG, do you think it will be Hezis? And, and is it because we need to? I don't know if it'll be Hezis. We're just primarily linked with him and he seems to be the one. I would like Gab Hezis, but I would like two strikers. I think you, Gab Hezis would be perfect because he can play up front as well as out wide. And then obviously, if you could find someone, a striker where they can score goals and do the business, we're laughing, isn't it, really? But, you know, let's just try and get one through the door first and see what's going on. As I said, no excuses. You know, doesn't matter who says no, who says yes. Just make sure come the end of the window, you've got who you need. Yes, quality matters, but you got rid of six players this channel replaced none of them. You definitely need to balance both quality and quantity, of course. I don't know about perfect, but he would. I don't know. I didn't say nothing about perfect, but he'd be one of the better options available. I don't think there is the perfect striker. You know, half the names were linked with Gapazus. The question would be, can you score twenty league goals? You know, Osimhen. I don't think he scored twenty league goals as much as I like him. Latoro Martinez. You know, having his first real. You know, how many league goals has he scored? You know, Jonathan David was linked with us. Had a bit of a poor turn of the year. You know, there's 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 not really one striker we look at or are linked with that is kind of confirmed. Where I like Jesus is that Arteta's worked with him. He's 25 years of age. He's got a reason to want to score goals. You've got the World Cup to come. A part of me thinks you have a platform. You, you could show what you have. But literally, until he started scoring, he had identical Lacazette statistics. And maybe that's why he bucked up his ideas, because we thought he was too similar to Lacazette. Hence the reason the rumours died. But, boy... We would have to see, man. We'd have to see. Basuma still needed would be nice. If you could get eight and two, two eights and a six, be lit. 50 million for Jesus is a good price, but only if we have a, a budget of 100 million. We need to bring in at least two strikers, just my opinion. We need a good striker of the ball. Podolski slash Van Persie were too predictable. I mean, shout out to Van Persie. I mean, shout out to Podolski, but I, I think Van Persie is the better example there. Any piano players out there you would like to see come in or could you picture us bringing them in? I don't know. I can't picture anything. I don't work for the transfer team, but there's a couple of midfielders in France. You've got literally a couple named Fulfana. You've got that Decore brother at Lens. You know, they would what I'd call piano pushers. If you could get John McGinn, I would, but it won't be done, man. But it's one for Arteta and they do really... Patrick Schick, I'm okay. I think he's nah, man. I'm not convinced. By default, he plays for Arsenal and probably does well, but nah, man, I'm not. I'm not convinced with that one. I can't lie. And I hope the club are, are feeling the same way. 61 likes. Can we get to 100 people? So yeah, that's what I feel on this 50 million for existing. Exactly. City see us coming. We put down 50 million for white. Well, we're there to get zanged, man. We're there to get zanged. All I care about is that there's plan Bs. I don't want to do... Because this is how the Arsenal rumours work. And you've seen it. We're linked with bare strikers. And then there's like a week to a month where we'll be linked with like five strikers. And then there's a, a like a, a period where 
the other four names, they might still be linked, but the propaganda starts. And we've seen it with Darwin Nunes. We've seen it with, we didn't end up in, in, in what we wanted, but Vlahovic. We're now seeing it with Gab Jesus. We've, and I'm sure there's many other names. We've done it with midfielders as well. It starts coming out. We've met the agent. We know the agent. The agent the agent has the same clients as this or that or this manager that. And then sometimes it happens more often than not, as you've seen, it's a myth. Looking forward to next season, where's your head at? I'm hearing top four in a cup final, but competition is going to be mad intense next season. I mean, competition, it, I'll be real. It doesn't matter where you are in the Premier League. If you're fit, scared of, of, of competition, specific to my club, you should get out of it. You know, are we anywhere near winning a league title or anything of significance? Of course not. You know, are everyone going to strengthen? Of course, but this is football. We, you mean to tell me, I'm not I'm speaking in general, you mean to tell me people are not going to try and improve? You know, like what is going to happen? This is if you if you're scared of competition, you shouldn't be involved in sport. I honestly believe that. I honestly believe, you know, we need to get into a scenario where we maximize everything we're doing at this football club. How we're, you know, and I mean everything: our rehabilitation of players, our development of players, our foresight and replacing players before they need to, our learning from hindsight. Evidently, all the things on the football pitch. When you maximise what you can, then you could sit and have conversations. Of course, it'll be harder if people are doing whatever. But if spending money was the thing, City might not be where they are. Liverpool might not be where they are. It's spending money correctly. And everyone in the Premier League spent peace. You know, look at the three clubs failing at the moment. Man United, Arsenal and, and Spurs. How many signings have truly banged for all the money spent? You know? Really and truly, there's teams below us that look more like a well-engined unit and 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 have more togetherness and all these things. It, the Premier League's described dis described as the NBA of the Premier League of of of, of the NBA of, of football. It needs to happen, isn't it? And I mean, bro, I'm sorry, but Arsenal should always be looking at top four. Yes, if with what's going on now, but should always be looking at top four. If we're scared of competition, we might as well start. Some of you lot might as well f off and go PSG or something. If, you, if you're ever, if you're ever able to go there, and even Lille won the league one last year, so it is what it is. You know, if we are in the Europa League, I keep saying if because you know I'm trying to talk into existence. You know, a Spursy bottling, but not even they'll be able to. You need to. You know, we've got a fetish for the FA Cup. Arteta's gone all the distance and won it. You know, and I think. Away from him winning the FA Cup. I don't like the exit. Was it last year with Aston Villa away from home? I don't like the exit this year, obviously, as well, with what happened to Forrest. You need to be targeting the FA Cup final, you know? You need to be getting into the Europa League final, you know? Because it's the Europa League's the second-rate European Championship. And what are we there for? Of course, I don't know who's going to drop in from the Champions League, etc. Another Arsenal in it would not surprise me if somehow Liverpool... Real Madrid, City, half of these teams just drop, the, the big boy teams drop into these people, you know, end of the day, like, this is, Rangers did it, Frankfurt did it, you know, you got to try, you need to, if you got Champions League football, I would have said group stage, come out the group stages and that's kind of the minimum I can expect because we're not levels, if you don't get into the Europa League final, it's failure, if you don't qualify for the top four next year, it's failure to a degree, you know, if you don't go, as, I'm not going to kill you for the League Cup, but it's a cup. Go as far as you can. Mainly for me, our league position, the Europa League and the FA Cup. And I would say more precedent is clearly the Europa League and top and top four. Now, the obvious is evident, you know, OK? You're, you're, I'm speaking in general once again. Don't think it's at you. But for those in the back, evidently the squad has to improve. You know, not just in terms of personnel, but what we're doing right, keep doing that good. What we're doing wrong, evidently improve. It's as simple as that, really. Like, come on, this is the Premier League, fam. This is it. When you maximise what you can maximise, then it might not be enough. But 
you know, there's certain things that we could we could do and be closer to these lot. Of course, I don't expect to beat Liverpool or City to to it, but it's Liverpool City show what you can do when you're backed by 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 serious people and you employ Pep Guardiola. Liverpool, but there was a time Liverpool and Arsenal were in the same position. They were in the same position. Them, them years when Ox went there, everyone looked at it and said, "That's a sideways step. Why don't you go Chelsea?" But they showed what you can do, whether it's spending the Coutinho money rightly, whether it's Klopp, whether it's Edwards, whether it's FSG, who I know Liverpool fans are not really fond of, despite what they're doing. They're doing what they're doing, isn't it? You look at half of these signings they've made, no one's signed, no one's breaking the transfer record and signing a prime cacker in Ronaldo. Like, you know, yes, they've signed Alisson and Van Dijk, but sandwiched in between that, they bought Salah. People weren't really rating Salah like that when he went there. People were turning up their nose at Mane. Van Gaal said he, he told United we should be going for Mane. They laughed at him, you know. Diaz has come in now, a bit irrelevant, but he's coming. You know, Firmino, people knew about his thing in Germany, but he was there, you know. Henderson was a dud, really. A lot of Liverpool fans didn't even... If you said the name Henderson once upon a time, similar to Aaron Ramsey, fans went mad. Klopp got a tune out of him in, and, and look what he's doing. Milner doesn't look like he's slowing down. Robertson was over there chilling at home. Trent was a centre mid, converted and come through the academy. Canate, 35 million quid, probably some some bonuses in that. But you get the point. Joe Gomez, chilling at Charlton. Do you get it? Of course, Liverpool have signed some duds and had some wrong ones. I'm sure they would, their fans would say. But that's what happens when you have a system, can do what you're doing, and then you improve them. Now you're in there. You know, if they sat here on the same nonsense we'd be in, they'd be in the same position. But yeah, man, I can't look too ahead for next season, but... That's what I would say to answer that, broski. Really. Right, next season, old, but that's it. And that's what's going to be. Until Arsenal do anything more, that's it. Will you take our over Telemans? Yeah, I would. And apparently Leicester want him to replace... Um, Le Leicester want our to replace Telemans. I hope that means us signing him, but knowing that, he's going somewhere else. Appreciate the Nigerians locked in. The first 10 games of next season is crucial for me. We need to start seeing a solid, recognisable start. The gloves are off. I said it last season and the gloves are off. Style of play, improving of players, results. Because for me, no matter what we're trying to do with young players and stuff, I do think people forget the need for today. Like, if you're saving money and you're saying, OK, cool, I'm going to be a bit smarter with the food I'm going to eat, you still need to eat today. You still need to spend something on it. So no matter how much we talk about tomorrow, I need to get three points today. Football is a competitive game. If we want to do this tomorrow, tomorrow thing, then everybody needs to pack up and start working in youth academies. This is the harsh reality of football. There's jobs on the line. There's money on the line. Arsenal is, is, is sleepwalking into the abyss. There's one, two positives, but they're sandwiched between the nonsense. You know, Arsenal doing what we're doing in, in terms of a mixed bag in that. They give you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven reasons to have some optimism. And in the same logic, there's reasons to be a bit pessimistic, really, such as our football club, man. And for me, as much as I like Arteta, you can't... Bro, I, I, one thing I don't like is you can't say a man's got all this potential and he's this good and that good and that, this and that, and not hold the man to the same account. When we're winning, I myself, I gas up the thing when he deserves it. When you do shaky things, I need to ask questions. It's as simple as that. My expectations of next season is mid to high, 70 points. I ain't going to get onto you for no points tally and stuff. Just do the job, like. I know things can happen in a season positively and negatively. There's setbacks and things, but you need to have a good season. Now, I'm sorry, money has been spent. You've been given a role that really, as it's not even a criticism of Arteta. For all his potential and whatever the club's buying into, you're punching. 
you know, it's it's it, Arteta is a, is a is a is an example for life that you should apply for jobs you're not necessarily qualified for. He got a job where whether the club are looking at, we can't get them demanding figures as managers because we can't give them financial backing they want. They might give us a bit of a headache. Arteta, you're punching, so he'll be left to his own devices unless he collapses it. He will kind of be given a given a blight. It's up to him, but you've been given a role that you're not qualified for. You've been talked up of all this potential. We heard about all the drones being installed and all the things off the ground and being put being put in place behind the scenes. It's now show and prove. Because as much as I like that, as much as I give him, you know, I like Arteta beyond that, you know, he can still leave if he wants, but, uh, you know, beyond be beyond anything. But you can't be giving all of this backing on and off the field. You can't be talked about none of this and then ultimately not achieve stuff. Like, it's as simple as that. It's Arsenal FC, and I can't lie. You know, again, there's a there's a lot riding on it. Money's been spent. I don't even like when people are like, oh, you've spent the most in Europe last year. Yeah, that's a fact. But let's not act like we went out and bought some Galacticos. We literally had to buy a goalie that could catch a ball, a defender that could defend, and 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 I'm speaking about Tommy Asi, not the other you. But um, you get the point. So. It's a results-driven business now, man. If you can't do it, you have to get someone else who can. Everton spent a lot. They escaped relegation. Just about by the skin of their teeth. And that's not what they wanted to do. So you're right. Like Spending money isn't just a thing. And everyone's got money to spend. That's why the Premier League's getting zanged. You mentioned Everton. I don't know where he is. But they spent £50 million on Sigurdsson. Their shegs happening. There are good free transfers in midfield this summer. Gundogan, Grealish. I don't think Gundogan's a free in the summer. Camara seems to be going Atletico Madrid. Gritch, a player I came to know because of his loan spell over, well, during Reese Nelson's loan spell in Germany, could be decent. I see a super chat. Appreciate that. Big up yourself, DG. Thank you very much for the super chat again. YouTube's N'Golo Kante. All Arsenal is does this to us. We've seen this movie so many times. We'll start the season without strengthening those key positions. What do you think? I hope not. I can't see into the future. I hope not, is what I would say. And let's be honest, even though Arsenal have been crippled with mistakes of the past and, and whatnot, and owners and whatnot, there's been certain variables that Edu and Arteta haven't controlled properly. There's been times, you know, I could sit there as much as I like Arteta and say maybe a more experienced manager, a less ignorant manager, might have been able to steady the ship with certain players, might have been able to get results in certain other times, might not have crumbled. Edu, I, I, listen, I, I think we need a more experienced technical director. I think it's a unique position to have an inexperienced manager and an inexperienced technical director. I think you need vice versa. You know, I'll give you the luxury. I do think last summer was good in hindsight. Obviously, Tavares not levels. I do like Ben White, but boy, 50 million on a defender that for me is not renowned for defending. I can't say you're a good defender. That don't mean I don't think you're a good player. I don't think you're a good defender because I don't think you defend first. I don't think you have that smell and that knack for defending first. You are the modern day. You play out from the back. I see why you're there. But you have to justify 50 million. And you can, we're putting players in positions that it's unfair to them because Ben White... This is his second season in the Prem. For as much as we spent money and he's been playing up for England, this is his first season in the Prem. He's had his hand held in a defensive structure at Leeds under Bielsa and definitely with Graham Potter, not just with the manager recognising this, but also with the more experienced players around. You're making him a leader. You've got Gabriel who's still learning. You've got, you know, you kind of sign up for the odd mistake. That's cool, but we need to see improvement. And then you set these players up to fail. As poor as the centre-halves and everyone fought fundamentally was at, at Newcastle, 
you do have to ask what's going on with how we're looking after players because you've rushed Ben White and Gabriel back. They're not fit. They were play, played shit, but they're not fit. You know, Tommy Asu is not fit and can't stay fit. What's been going on with Thomas Partey? Saka, burnout. Maybe, obviously, Saka, he's young. Him, how they were playing well week in, week out. They're always going to drop off. But maybe because of the overplaying with Saka, what's going on? Smith Rowe doesn't look hard. I still don't think we've addressed the midfield. You know, you're not going to see a better Martin Odegaard until you improve that pivot, really and truly. So there's many things, and this is what I mean. We need to maximise how we're rehabilitating players, how to look after players, how to make them better, improve their weaknesses, ultimately all of the things on and off the field. And, of course, you know, the transfer market. Everything needs to be maximised. If you maximise everything you can, then, we, you know, and it's still not enough, then you have a conversation. But I don't think Chelsea, who finished third, and by that, well, are going to finish third, I don't think they can say they've maximised everything to be going and talking to Liverpool and City. I think City have attempted to maximise it. Obviously, with the Champions League, they now brought in a striker. I think Liverpool are doing all they can. They're fighting for a flipping quadruple. Like, what more could you do? I'm sure even Klopp and Liverpool fans would say something different and say, no, nah, we can actually do this. When you re recruit smartly and do several things, you get, you get, you know, you, you play smart games, you win smart prizes. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And certain teams understand this more than the others, really and truly. You know, we must become competitive, man. Everyone has their time. Liverpool and City for the foreseeable future, but they're not going to be on top forever. Arsenal weren't on top forever. United weren't on top forever. You know, Chelsea weren't on top forever. Things happen. Everyone has their day. You know, of course, I would love... Obviously, as an Arsenal fan, it don't work out because we've seen how this young player thing works out when they all leave. But I would love for, you know, Liverpool and City players to have their time and then our players are coming of age and you see everything in and around the team and it's now our time to do things. But innovation, well, this is the Premier League, bro. Man, I have to be on this. But yeah, I ain't got a crystal ball. I don't know about the future and all of these sort of things, my broski. Love for the super chat. Camaro would be a decent addition, but yeah, man, I don't think he's amazing at anything, but decent little player and that's what you need sometimes little decent little players that can just do a job really and truly just want some consistency dg how much would you say arteta improved since last season to me evidently i don't know how to quantify that but i, I don't know because i still think he's the one thing i would say about arteta when it gets to these tricky moments where you have to navigate i think you kind of bottle it i think you overcomplicate things i think you don't manage the workload I think you, you're too emotional. I still think you get done tactically by any half-decent manager like Eddie Howe, Graham Potter, Conte, et cetera, et cetera. I do think you've, you've, you know, you've extended the olive branch at times to players. I do think you've kept a happy bunch of players beyond the obvious problems. Um, I do think one thing I've liked about you for large parts, you know, I don't really want to play as a manager for doing it, but maybe because you feel a bit more confident, but I think you was rotating and chopping and changing and things too much. Large part of the season, you were just playing the same guys. Still think you overcomplicate things and you need to realise that these, at City, that's football university. Them footballers have been through a lot. These footballers are still in kindergarten. So certain things, I, I, I think we overload our players with information and we try and do things tactically that these guys are not built for. There's a lot of guys that haven't been doing their thing but and i even think we've improved defensively but statistically that's not been there we've definitely improved at set pieces um yeah as i said i think we have improved defensively in terms of our mindset but we still 
have stupid flashpoints where we're not switched on in phases of play, individual errors, obviously red cards and all of these these sort of things that change the game. People sliding in the box unnecessarily, giving penalties away. I still I do think there's a bit more grit and determination with these players, but again, I can't really quantify that because when you look at our, you know, we've got 13 losses, um, I believe. We haven't come back from behind to draw or win a game too many times. We haven't drawn, not that I care about drawing, but sometimes it's not your day. You have to walk away with a point and things. And I don't think we've done these sort of things enough. I can't just blame Arteta. But again, this is where I think it gets a bit, too, some people just want to hate on the guy and get a bit excited. Yeah, and, and some people just want to praise BS. Like, you know, I do like Arteta. If you left tomorrow, I'm not going to cry because I ain't seen enough. If, if, a, if a certain manager that could do all the things that I think Arteta can't do or that I think can do what I want Arteta to do became available and the club were on it. By all means, go and do that. But the same way, I'm not going to leave pitchforks for Arteta. I don't think it's that season now. I definitely think the gloves should have been off this season. I definitely think the gloves should be off next season. I definitely think the excuses are not really there. And at the same time, regardless, you know what you signed up for. You can't really complain about things if you sign up for things. No one put a gun to your head to take this club. And for me, again... What I don't want to be the case and why we should be even harsher on Mikel Arteta's decisions at times is because is he going to be a great manager here or elsewhere? He's a baby in football manager terms. He just turned 40-odd the other day. Is it? He's not going to be doing the Wenger thing here for years, you know? You don't want him to learn all them, as I keep saying, learn all these things now and then go away and say, OK, cool. I've I done that. i done that at, at Arsenal, so I'm going to go, go do it this way. Much like the players, it can't all be in vain. And I just think too many people are committed to seeing Arteta fail and too many people are, are committed to the ideology of Arsenal exclusively succeeding with Mikel Arteta at the helm, which, again, I want the manager to get who wants to keep doing the second thing. But there has to be that. And it's a results-driven business. I can't lie. I'm not, I don't think I'm asking for too much. Obviously, I'd like to win the Europa League. I'd like to get to the final. If certain things happen that we can talk about, fair play. You know, semi-finals of the Europa League playing a false nine. I don't think I'm asking for too much. I'm asking to get top four and properly fight for it from the start. What you basically did the bulk of this season and come up short. I'm asking you to get to the FA Cup final, or at least try to. I'm asking you to get to a significant stage in the Europa League. These are not the these are not bad steps. These are not unrealistic. I'm not asking you to to dig a dig a dig a grave with a toothpick. I'm not asking you to bring a knife to a gunfight. I'm asking you very easy. Well, no, it's not easy, but very I think very fair things. Really, on the topic of Arteta as well, people, and we spoke about it on Twitch. I won't play the video because obviously I don't know for copyright problem problems on YouTube, and I don't want no smoke with that. I know Twitch is cool with it, so yeah, Twitch gang, you would have seen this already. Um, 261 of you, we still only got 98 likes. You look, do not want DG Nation to grow. Arteta said, In a week's time, when we are all on holiday and we look back of what we've done. Whether we are in the Champions League or the Europa League, I think everyone will agree that we did more than expected. I disagree. If you get Europa League, that's what you—that's the minimum you could have done, isn't it? Like we did come, we did come eighth, which you know, first full season, you came eighth, which is cool. I wouldn't agree with that. I don't agree with if we came fifth overachieving because from the August, I said we could finish as high as fourth and as low as eighth. Much as the volatility of a football club, just like with other people, you know, we have not finished in the top four through our own mistakes. People, the table don't lie. If we finish fifth, there's four teams better than us, but we fucked it up. We haven't. Am I proud of these young players? Am I proud of the fact that in a hot second, 
this is the closest we've got to top four. Like, we're still waffling about top four in May. It's still technically not done yet, even though it's done, you know. So I give you that. But then that's just competing for the sake of it, you know, really and truly. You know, so I wouldn't agree with that. If you got top four, that's what I call to a degree, even though I don't necessarily agree with it, overachieving, over expectation. You know, whether you finish fifth, sixth, I'm not being funny. Arsenal should be one of the top six teams in the country. Let's be, let's have it right. You know, like, let's have it right. Like, come on now. You know, and a large part as to why we made our season difficult was because we're fucking about. I'm not really talking about August. I cut us a bit of slack for that. I'm talking about in the losses and dropping points. Then we're still a young team. There's still naiveties in maintaining your bottle mentally, showing greater consistency, playing to a certain standard at your lowest. Because when we're really good, we're really good. When we're terrible, we're terrible. You need to find that middle ground. I look at, uh, I can't even remember if Liverpool won it, but I believe Origi or Jota, one of them scored at Wolves away. And I would say last week against Southampton. And I would say Arsenal at home to City. Them games there didn't go the way of both these teams, but they got a result. That was them not at their best getting it. So that grit, that determination, you can't be amazing for 38 games, especially a team with an average age of 20 odd. I'm not expecting that, but... There's certain self-inflicted mistakes where you've overcomplicated things. You've not shown your bottle. You've been, you've left people exposed. Even in our last two games, you know, players have messed it up. You know, phases of play, not remaining switched on, individual mistakes. You know, game management, when we're scoring, we're conceding again. You know, these are the sort of things we expect with a young, with, with, a, with a young team, really and truly. We'll take we'll, we'll 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 take that, you know, bad moments of form, not having bottled, cheap mistakes. There's certain things that we'll sign up for, but over, that come with this and they hope they improve. But overachieving, I don't know. Europa League, you're expected to get there even even so. That's I think that's a fair estimate estimation despite despite what was going on. You know, Donna, you know, you lot got yourselves back in it. It's self-inflicted why you lot are not playing in Champions League. Forget the Tottenham and Newcastle away games. Well, Burnley at home. Holding on to Leeds as well, you know. Everton away, Manchester United away, Crystal Palace at home. We should have lost that Brighton away last year. We're lucky. Players, the man, one thing I will not criticise Arteta, and I think he does do well, is trying to prepare these players mentally and giving them the confidence. I do think they get overawed. I would say the one thing I would say where I go against that comment I just made was probably the Spurs game. Because in hindsight, I think he made too much of a big song and dance of... We win this, we're in the Champions League, it's a cup final. And I just think when you look at Conte's comments, clearly they're both saying the same things behind closed doors. No one's an idiot. But it kind of calmed the, the, the Spurs boys down and, and things like that. And there's a lot of things that Arteta's the manager, he's going to live or die by it. But the players have to get themselves in check mentally. He can take you to the war, he can't help you drink. Once you cross that white line, you're in the battlefield alone, you know. So I'm not sure I agree with that. Given, oh, sorry, this is, I copied and pasted the article. He said... They have shown what it takes to compete for the Champions League. Uh, somewhat. Because what they've done in the last 10 seasons, nobody has done it. A club, a team with that age bracket starting 11 that we have put on the pitch, it hasn't been done in the league. And it still hasn't been done. Like, it still hasn't been done. And to be honest, we haven't missed out on top four because of indirectly because of youthful naiveties. But fundamentally, we've just fucked it up, bro. Like, this is not a, we, it's not a youth thing as to why we're not in the Champions League. We have not taking certain lessons and whatnot. We keep acting like there's another chance, another chance. So we ain't done it at this moment in time unless things change. It's something they've done and that's the credit to the team for what they've deserved, delivered, sorry. The thing is, where we want to be is not where we are today. We want to be the best and that gap is really big. Exactly. Just learn what you need to learn. I would say, remember what failure felt like. 
Remember how it feels to miss out on top four. Yeah, we can hide behind what Arteta said, but remember how it felt to miss out on top four. Remember what some of these players and for the manager, what all of you lot were saying in the press about you want to be in it, this, that, the third. Remember how it felt to ultimately not get there. Use that to drive you on in preseason, in them winter months and so on and so forth. I know the World Cup's going to cop block the season at some point, but you get the point. We've come a long way in many things. Yes, we have and still got a long, long way to go, people. You know, if I'm driving to, if I'm from London to, to Alton Towers, it's four hours. If I drive for two hours, I've come a long way, but there's still a long way to go. There's a long way to go, you know. I always used to say Rome weren't built in a day, but I need to see scaffolding. I've seen scaffolding. Right now, I'm calling the plumbers and whatnot and setting the tradesmen and saying, when are you going to go put the pipework in pause and all of these things? It's not been done at this moment in time. So, yeah. We've come a long way in many things, especially who we are as a club and the connection between what we're doing and how people feel about what we're doing. Yeah, big up you, because the fans, them, were all riding and whatnot um, for, for, the, for, the, for the club and whatnot. That's really important as well, and it takes a long time to build that trust. Trust is something that can be built up for years. It takes a second to lose it, and nothing highlights that more than football, really and truly. I wouldn't say I necessarily trust. I don't trust. For me, trusting is how, for better or worse, how I trusted Arsene Wenger, how Chelsea might trust Jose, a prime one, Liverpool with Klopp and Pep. I don't trust Arteta to that standard car. You ain't done nothing like that of significance. You won an FA Cup, big up. You can't take that away. I like what you're doing off the field, but there's a lot more we need to do really so i don't think he's wrong per se in what he said there so people that was a mouthful let's go all the way down trusted norwich that's for them bro man i'm forgetting chelsea got top four with with lamps i mean they had a better team in it but i hear that man to be honest if spurs and and i don't think spurs underachieved if they get top four that's about their level united definitely were underachieved with the summer they had but at the same time i don't like all of that we can't we can't be held accountable for what other teams are doing we can just take advantage you know if chelsea if city sorry were to win the league by 20 points because liverpool fucked up that's nothing to do with liverpool underachieving they've taken their chances it's like when Oli came second or something for United. In many ways, it was a false position because they weren't the second best side for large parts of the season. But at the same point, game week 38, this team, that team, it doesn't lie, really and truly. And for me, it's like we don't, we're not calculated enough for me. Like I'm not there behind closed doors and things like that. But it's like we don't look at it and say, boom, there's 10 games here. We need this amount of points. We need to do this. We need to do that. Or we need to pick up points here and that. Now, clearly, they probably are doing that. But I just me as an ignorant fan who is not at London goalie and all them things there, cannot see I see that. You hear it with the way the Liverpool and the City players speak about. 13 losses is underachieving. Fair enough. All these people want Arteta out are not real fans. I have to stop you there, you know. There is legitimate reason to want Arteta to stay or go. I do. I I I see where you're coming from in that. Such is the 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 emotion and the positive toxic positivity and toxic ne negativity is that anything seen as a as a positive for Arteta, you're an Arteta apologist. Any sort of criticism, you're a hater. And I think this is what I mean. I'm not saying you, but too many people are committed to the ideology of Arteta failing or passing. We're Arsenal. If we can do it with Arteta, great. If not, find the next manager. Like, this ain't rocket science, bro. Like, as I said, you know, Arteta, it's not like he's a larger-than-life gaffer. He's got a lot of propaganda behind him. He ain't done nothing in the game to be doing all of that. I like him. I want him to get it right. I don't think he deserves to be sacked. But end of the day, you've signed a new deal. You've spent money. The statistics are there that are pretty damning with 13 losses and the goals we're conceding. 
you know, we don't come back from behind. So for me, too many times. So for me, there's a lack of resilience. You know, for me, I don't really know what Arteta's football is. You know, I see little bits and pieces, but you can't explain it to a kid. So you, you can't. You need to have fancy diagrams and all of these sort of things. It's a results-driven business. You've been given a lot of luxuries that other people haven't. That's the reality of it. But you said all these people want Arteta out and not real fans. I, I don't agree with that. Everyone's allowed their opinion as long as it's not agenda-driven. We didn't start as a Premier League winning club. I don't think anyone's asking us to. We was finishing 13th to 5th when it started. We need to build like we did back then. Process take time. It does, but it doesn't mean you can't criticise the process. It doesn't mean you have to shut your mouth and just accept what's going on, really. The seven, away, the seven games away from home, we went behind. We lost them all. There you have it, bro. Away from Arsenal, DG, who's getting relegated? Leeds or Burnley, in your opinion? I mean, Burnley got more togetherness and all them sort of things there, but I, I, I hope Burnley. Lack of goals again. How can I forget lack of goals again? I was gassed when we got Arteta. You know, we don't look like a team that knows how to keep a clean sheet. We don't look like a team that wants to score goals. And we look a bit, we're, we're not the strongest physically, but mentally these players need to start getting themselves in it. Like, stop thinking we're better than we are when we're winning. Stop thinking you're shit when we're losing. You know, just hold your L's and go again. It, you know, positively and negatively, it just feels this season we've just been winging it. Like, we're just vibes in. Nothing's really calculated. Even the drillings we've done this season. I'd say Spurs is the only drilling I thought was calculated, you know. I look at United away as a game which showed me the good, bad, the ugly. Started very well, scored a good goal. Then, you know, we're not following runners. Obviously, Odegaard sliding in the box where, you know, we're not just making an Odegaard thing. People are doing dumb things. It's that sort of calculatedness. Like, banter aside, you need to be able to go to Old Trafford, which we don't travel well to since 06. You need to be going there and getting something, especially if you take the lead. You need to be, regardless of what you're saying about Everton, in August, you need to, when you go to Old Trafford, you need to try to get something. You need to try to get something at Goodison Park. You need to react. Half the time, we've struggled to deal with away fans, especially when it's these nighttime games. Palace, Newcastle, Tottenham, Brighton. I wouldn't as much say Old Trafford. I'll definitely say Everton. I wouldn't as much say Old Trafford. I don't. I think it was more of a case of us doing stupid things as a team that day. But even that, it's them sort of things there, man. I mean, I bought the new shirt. I got it, man. <laughs> Big up, DG. Been long. Been long. I've been here. Appreciate that. Sad and pain to hear your love for Arteta hasn't faded away despite all this tough moment in division this fraud has created around our fan base I don't think you're listening like I like certain things Arteta has done and I've criticised him for a lot of things if he leaves tomorrow I do not care if he stays it is what it is I haven't seen enough to say there is reasons to sack him I haven't seen enough for pitchforks and I likewise I haven't seen enough to defend the undefendable like sit here and say okay we've lost 13 but this that I see little building blocks to a degree I do think I discount some of that stuff because I believe managers should be doing that anyways please can we listen like can we listen to what we're being said midfield's the issue and again Arteta was a midfielder that was a position I thought was going to be dealt with <laughs> no man said he wears fake then Shabozlai would be good and if that makes me whatever, then it makes me whatever. But I'm allowed my opinion like you. Like, like I said, if Arteta left tomorrow, it is what it is. I'm not going to cry any tears. If you're staying, it is what it is. The gloves should be off. If you want me to trust your process wholeheartedly, if you want to show me the guys, show and proof. And even fans, you know, there's been times every... Now is probably sacking him. There was times where we lost those first three games before we beat Chelsea, West Ham and United. 
the, the rumblings were happening. There was there's been rumblings and good or bad moments. A lot of people just switched their set. Game in, game out. I mean, Bellerin's better than Cedric, isn't it? So by that default, you could be in the team. But yeah, man, I would rather. I would rather. I mean, I would rather just buy a new right back. Bellerin, Cedric, Ailingsley, Maitland, Niles. Yeah, man, just let's just do do a new thing now, isn't it? Really. Yeah, it is it is what it is, people. Sorry, people, I need to go on your way for TV. It's the under 17 euros. Definitely need to be watching that. Where is it? Serbia, Turkey, or Denmark, Scotland, Serbia, Turkey, 100 percent 100 percent Serbia, Turkey. Sorry, folks, man. Let's do up that one. So yeah, man. We replaced a mistake-prone goalkeeper with a mistake-prone goalkeeper. I mean, I, I listen, I'm fucking with Ramsdale, you know. I'm not saying you, but Ramsdale was doing a couple bandulu things when we when he was popping off them saves. His positioning, he looks a bit nervous at times. It feels like because everybody's getting calam, everybody's just looking shit at this moment in time, like from Saka to Ramsdale. I still believe in Ramsdale. I like his mentality. I like whatever he comes with, but you're right with that, man. I don't understand the 50 million for Ben White beyond the ball playing and that because he don't strike me as someone that... I like him, but he doesn't strike me as someone that loves defending. I think we need a defender like that, really and truly. Tavares, I don't know, man, what was going on with that one. That one there's Banduli. And to be fair, that was one of our best windows in a while. And I think Arsenal fans have even flip-flopped. In the summer, I'm not saying 1-1, one, one, I'm just saying it, it, it brings a point. In the summer, and rightly so, there's nothing wrong with it. We spent 150 million, we're not sure how the team's improved, you know. Man weren't really screaming Ben White. Dons were not screaming Ramsdale. Tavares, I told you from the jump where we was going to end up with that. Tomiyasu, all right, calm, I was telling you he was 30. Um, and then they were saying you could see the building blocks, and now it's kind of flip-flopping again, you know, really. At a point, Arsenal fans said Lokonga is the best, the best, the best signing we've made. I have to discount certain Arsenal fans' um, opinions because they said Marie's better than Gabriel. Tavares has has strengths that no one else has in this team, which may be true, but might be gassing up the thing. We don't need a backup right back because there's Cedric. You know, Lacazette new deal. A lot of a lot of fans ask the club to have high standards to not be reactionary and things, and they're doing it. El Nene new deal. I'm not saying giving El Nene is a bad a bad uh, a bad thing, but that was something that was not being whistled about. You know, Arsenal, you got to hold yourself to the same standards or just not be a hypocrite, really. Arteta trying to run this future thing, but none of it will be relevant if he gets sacked before the future arrives, and that's the thing. And this is why I'm looking at the board. If you're backing your boy, back your boy, then. And now I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. Forget them. I shout all my Nigerian fans out there. Listen, you're going to just have to accept your beatings for them Chelsea players and Chelsea supporters and whatnot, man. We've got no ammo for them. Because our club's been getting slapped. Simple as that. Crazy. Can't defend the undefendable, man. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. Let's put that right there, man. So I can look at... You lot and the game. We saying. And that's the thing. And like, oh, I can't begrudge these guys for wanting to sign for Arsenal Football Club. But right now, it's looking like Ben White might as well do what he was doing at Leeds and Brighton and just do up the right back thing, really. 
English tax, of course, but it's just a justifying, really. There's been times Ben White's been playing well. Man need to chill on the Ramsdale slander. He started off great and he's moved mad at times, but he's only 24, which is a baby in goal. He just needs to improve, but Ramsdale's my guy, man. Thoughts on Gabriel to Juventus? Wouldn't mind. Nah, nah, Gabriel, you're staying, bro. DG, we need to move like a big club. Only sign players for the first 11. Uh, it will push out players to the bench. I get you, but that can't always be done. Because, you know, Timis Cass wasn't necessarily bought to push out Robertson. What they have signed is someone with ability and someone that's competitive. And, you know, doing exactly that. I hear you, though. By default, I do get the logic. And I do agree with that. If we sign 30 Duns, by default, the others will become squad players and whatnot. And I can't blame fans, Gary. I can't blame you when you're saying Arteta just talks waffle. Because at the end of the day, sometimes people have come out with things at this club and... You know, the word's got to mean everything. Talking is cheap, doing's expensive. Sometimes the talking is not matching up the words, so I can't blame you. The bar's on the floor, bro. This overachieving thing is mad. And that's it. I'm not advocating being neutral for the sake of it. That's genuinely how I feel about Arteta, man. Like, it's a mixed bag. As I said, if someone that's, I don't know any names, but someone that's more certain, he said that, that was able to do this youth player project and do all the things we want to see Arteta do better at, said, yo, I'll come manage Arsenal. Arteta, take your compensation, please. Thanks for the FA Cup and getting rid of certain players and certain things. But boom, I don't think I've seen enough to definitely start saying, I'll oh, get him out, get him out. There's been times I've felt like that, but yeah, man. Come on, my guy, Jay. I hope you're doing well and safe, man. Afternoon, right back to you. August to December should have should be the least time the fans give him to overcome the ball. In fact, I can't lie. You got until December, really and truly. Well, to, to be honest, we say that he'll get the luxury of, you know, November, the World Cup's coming, in it? And to be honest, this summer's a bit of a fantasy because, obviously, there's no champion. You should be able to react in every scenario, whether we was getting Champions League, no Champions League, no European football, or Europa League and whatnot. So we should be able to manoeuvre what we're doing. But we've got to remember the Premier League season is starting earlier. You know, we need to get rid of players. Remember, it's a World Cup year. So they might that might indirectly affect how we get rid of players who can come in. We've got a few players that have 18 to 12 months on their deals. So people might be moving a bit iffy, you know. We're against time. Pre-season's going to start earlier because the season's starting earlier. As you know, the quicker you get a player in, the better it is. And there is going to be goalposts. People that we didn't think were attainable might become attainable. People that we... We thought we, um, you know, were going to get Mike, have cold feet. The dynamics can always shift, which clearly in January, something shifted with the Vlahovic thing, whether we're bidding for a player that had no intention of coming here and people were leveraging Arsenal's interest to get better deals or if there was a level a level of encouragement. But for Mikel Arteta and Edu, as I said, it's a results-driven business, much like on a football field. Injuries, all these things are part and parcel. That's actually one thing that jars me with Mikel Arteta. You would think injuries are unique to Arsenal Football Club. Like, he says little things like, oh, you didn't ask me about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, because people were fit. What do you expect? You know, if your striker's fit for 38 games and it's a must-win 37 and it's a must-win game in game week 38, your striker's injured, they're going to ask you, should you have bought another striker? Should you have a plan B? And I'd say one thing, it feels a bit vibesy. Like if we play 4 2 3 1, we're going to keep doing that. And then you get situations like Crystal Palace away, where at the time Jack has been flying forward as a as an eight, Tavares is exposed, we get collapsed. Or we've been playing well at four with four at the back. We don't do we don't switch to a three against against um 
Newcastle or Spurs. I don't care if we float into a four and a three in game and this fullback drops into midfield and that one goes forward and we press and this like that. You can see what Arteta is trying to do, but you can't see it at the same time. You have to have a certain level of understanding of football to see it. And that's not trying to gas up anything. You do. And that's the problem. An idiot should be able to see what football's about, what a football team's about. We should be able to see Arteta, Arsenal one year and then the other. Now, if we showed when Arteta first walked into now, clearly there's an improvement. But the, the individual mistakes, the cards, the inability to manage this, react to setbacks, game management, this has not improved enough. Of course, with a young squad, old habits die hard. But again, I can only judge you on that. You wanted to do this young player thing. You wanted to walk into the club. This is the territory we find ourselves in. There can be no excuses. There can be certain excuses given where we're applicable and certain critiques were applicable. But fundamentally, it's a results-driven business, people. Are we doing this academy thing or trying to do this football thing? Like, I don't know. They were always going to give him a three-year deal because he's what they want him to do. He's done it, isn't it? You've got Europa League. You're doing what you're doing with the young players. That's it. Thank you, DG. Nail on the head. You can't even explain our play style to a kid. Instructions are not clear or are there too many? What is our pattern of attack? What's our go-to style of attack? Random again. I can't see it. Maybe if I was at London Coley week in, week out, I could see it. But my job's not that. My job should just be a decent, normal human being, go to work, pay taxes, and then watch my football team on the weekend. Pardon me. Big up, Charlie. Arteta and Edu gambled on no injuries, and the most important player in the team party, good injured. And again, it's a gamble that is high risk, high reward. You're getting gassed up for it now. I think we need to prioritise scoring goals more than being a defensive team. I hear that, but I, I think unpopular opinion, I think you've got to do both. We don't score enough goals. Goals win games and there's a level of resilience. But we need to be a better defensive team. You know, Liverpool score a lot of goals. You look at when Klopp walked in, they still score a lot of goals. But they improved defensively. They were less gun hole. We need to be able to defend. Attack is a form of defence. How you hold on to the ball is a form of defence. How you manage the game. We ain't got none of that. Like you said, we ain't scoring no goals. We're not a good defensive side. We ain't got no... Comp physical figures like that in midfield that can just lock it down and be resolute and protect our defence. We ain't got no guys that can hold on to the ball and, you know, like Kovacic can win some fouls and get caught and that takes this thing out of the game. We, what have we got? We got guys that can do a little bit of everything, but you don't really know what they have. You've got players that aren't necessarily terrible in terms of technicality, but you don't know what they are. It's crazy, man. It's a dangerous place to be. And then, boy, this is our tetra squad. Every player, whether he brought them or not, they're here because Mikel Arteta and Edu Gaspar wanted them here. I don't. I wouldn't say he makes his mistakes as Leno, though. Can't lie. And why I like Ramsdale more than Leno is because for me, he can collect a bloody cross. Good morning, DG. If we get Hazes slash Telemans, um. And I think Pepe then finish fifth again. Will you continue with Arteta? At least to go then, because then you show us you're not quite the guy to get us over the line. But in general, whether it's Arteta here or not, I mean, I don't think any team, unless you're Liverpool and City, you're not, or to a degree Chelsea, you're not going to get top four week in, week out, season in, season out better yet. For the record, I want Arteta to stay. He's setting a working standard for the team, but he needs to work on getting the best out of his players. None of our players have developed. That's a bit harsh. You know, Saka and Smith-Rowe probably had their best seasons in terms of output, if I'm completely honest with you. Xhaka's had a decent season. Whether relying on Xhaka or the, the hot and coldness is one thing, but 
I do think there's been that. We've improved in terms of set pieces. At a point, we were showing more resolute defending and more competitive nature. Obviously, with how we're moving statistically, all that tosh has gone out the window now. I personally, I understand Arteta getting a new deal because it tells players you're here for the long term. But I said it then. I think if you get top four, then yeah, you should get a new deal because you've overachieved. You, you've done that's overachievement to me based on what we thought in August. If you got your Europa League, I think that's just thereabouts, really and truly. And the contract should run into next season, really, because then you've got a reason to not mess about. I hope what I hope is that this degree of comfortability of Arteta brings a a, a bit more ferociousness out in him, but. Then again, this level of complacency, knowing you've gotten a job, knowing you're getting supported, knowing you've got this PR, knowing that it's very volatile, you know that there's you're gonna, you know, you're you're knowing that you don't really have to achieve results. That's why we can take gambles where we're already thin bare in January and clip it, clip the squad up even more. That's why we can take not bringing in the striker and letting someone go where other clubs they might have to play the game a bit more politically. And again. For me, fundamentally, if you're getting the ability to do all of this stuff, then you need to be judged to high standards, really and truly. So, by all means, I hope he does his thing, but at some point, you have to pull the plug if it's if it's looking a myth. This balance thing isn't for everyone. Football's an emotional game, bro. I think he has done enough for a new contract, even with if internally it does. I don't, but internally, that was it, innit? So fair enough to him, man. Exactly. They bet the foundations they bet on weren't good enough. Everything they bet on it didn't work. Sometimes you bet and lose peace. I can tell you, I can tell you bare stories about as a younger kid. Well, I'm 27. As a younger, as a younger male losing so much peace. But like I've won a lot of money in bookies. I've lost a lot of money. So I can tell you about uh, about calculated risks. I can tell you about putting everything on 13 black as well, winning and losing. And vomiting. I remember once I literally outside the thing. Like, like, no, no. Trust me. Go back through every game this season and see how many mistakes the guy makes. Loads he gets away with every time. Two blunders against Newcastle alone. Who Ramsdale? Oh, I don't know who you're talking about there. The fans will do it. They will do a lot lap of honor. Let's be honest. The fans will clap the players as they should. Man, roulette the devil, cuz devil, devil. I should hot up the bookies. That I was sixteen. You're not supposed to be let in there. Like <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how that was ranging. And I had even more baby face than I do now. I don't know how it was working. But to be fair, I must have been keeping the lights on there. To be fair with you, me and my friends. Oh Lord, don't gamble responsibly, people. Man, you live and learn, Jesus. Crazy, it was so so crazy. Like, yeah, they gambled naive gambling, like, didn't work. DG, when will you pull the plug on Partey and Teen? Even though I know you're Teeny MC, I've done it already, bro. Like. You're my guy, Teeny, when fit you're playing, but it's it's the knock-on effect now. Like, you're not injured, you're injured, and then a madness is happening, isn't it? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's one of them. We need to side someone that's 30 like um, Teeny so that when he's injured, like, is where it is. But again, I have to ask what's going on with the durability of these dons at the club. I'm That's my flying Scotsman. He's the captain. I don't change him, my guys. It's Gabriel FC, Part AFC, 
Tierney FC to the wheels fall off, Saka FC, it's all these things. Right, big up Ram Dizzy, man. Bro, bro, I lost two bags on roulette first time playing never again. No, 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 I never lost first time. Yeah, but so you, the similar sort of fees, in it? We go there, man. I man, I think he said Celtini, man. Get a little bit, man. Celtini, I ain't trying to hear that. It's TDFC, Flight Scotsman FC, man. I'm really deluded when it comes to that, man. They're my guys, man. They're my guys. I mean, Google it. I don't know, man. Bro, you can't be talking about selling Tini and selling Part A and selling this guy and that guy until we've addressed areas we need to pattern up, really and truly. Uh, God's forsaken us, man. Like we need to. Uh, it's not a Jesus thing. Right now, we need to find Moses that can take us for forty years through the desert and to this promised land. And then that manager goes, and then the well keeps going in it. If we want to go down biblical examples, but yeah, getting into this transfer news, this mediocre transfer news and Arsenal-related stuff that is here, people. Let me remove this. Hey, man, we don't wish injury on people, man. What's all of that? Calm down, you go. But, yeah, at least we signed someone. Arsenal to sign Marquinhos as Brazilian arrives for medical people. The Gunners will pay Sao Paulo around $3 million for the 19-year-old attacker. Arsenal are to complete their first summer signing as they close in on a move from Marquinhos. The Gunners have been in talks with Sao Paulo for the last fortnight over the teenage winger. And a deal was agreed in principle at the end of last week. Goal has now learned that the finer details of the transfer have been finalised. Marquinhos has arrived in London to complete the transfer. He flew into London on Thursday ahead of his move to Arsenal. The 19-year-old visited the club's London Coley training centre to put the finishing touches on the deal and will now undergo a medical, which he's probably doing right now, people. Confirmation of the deal is expected shortly, with Arsenal due to pay around $3 million, um, for the attack of $3.7 million, I assume. Apparently, he's a talented young forward who operates as a winger but can also play through the centre. He is left-footed and comfortable on either wing, although his preferred role is out wide. I mean, I hope that you can bang here so you could obviously give Saka some competition, but it might have to be Pedro, Buffello, Wellington, Silva, Joel Campbell, Carlos Vela settings in that you just hit La Liga on loan and all of them things there. He's been signed as one for the future. And I mean, when that said... Above. I've only seen the clips that go on Twitter and he looks a bit raw and banduli, if I'm completely honest with you. But if you can become a player, great. If not, where well, you spent three million, turn him into a 10 million pound player plus and put a sell-on clause, keep it moving. Simple as that. So we wish him all the best. Welcome to the club, Marquinhos. Brazil buyers. Gabazis, come on, man. Gabazis advisors. Gabazis' mom. Anyone that watches DG stuff, please. You see what we've got going on? Beer Portuguese speakers, you know. We've probably got we've probably got the serious hookup for Williams restaurant. We've got Gabazis. Gabazis, look what we're doing, man. We've got Marquinhos, you know, we've got Bear Portuguese speakers, Cedric and Tavares are there, Martinelli and Gabriel are there. Bear think they're probably guys are missing out. There's things we could do, man. That salsa brother from West Brom is there. Kaya Jarupkin's always about as well. He loves being around the South Americans. Gabriel, come on, man. Real challenge stuff. Come on, man. Gab Gabriel's do the right thing, man. So that's that. I mean, we from one Arsenal signing to another, Matt Turner sends messages to Ramsdale. 
and rates this season. Uh, I ain't seen another one I ain't seen him play. He says he's really excited to work with Aaron Ramsdale and hope they both can improve once he joins the club. I am really excited to get to know Aaron Ramsdale. He has loads of experience throughout every top league in England and he's had a great season. Speaking to him and getting to know him and, de and developing that working relationship will be great. And then challenging him to become better and allowing him to help me to become better too. Fair play. So, yeah, people, he's joining the club, innit? He said, come Sunday against Everton at the Emirates, we're going we're going there to win and hopefully things go our way, said Saka. That's all you can do from now. Technically, it's not over. We can still do it, but we've missed out on two big opportunities to put ourselves in a good position. So that's just a shame. Yeah, said it there. Let's see what's going on here. Arsenal linked with Bobaka Camera people. He can play up. He can well, well. He can play as a centre half as well as in central midfield. Does a lot of good things. I don't mind, man. You can get a good reference from from what's his name, Saliba. And if you someone still got Grindosi's number, why not? Twenty two resale value, free transfer in the French side today as well. So let's see. I mean, we keep hearing this recycled rumor, but Juventus make Partey inquiry, and I bet we're gonna see Gab has this somewhere. Gabriel, sorry, just give us half a melo. Play soccer, we're trying to play football. I don't know about that. Medina signed a new deal with Arsenal's women's side. I mean, we just saw Matt Turner. Apparently, Gabriel has this his agent is set to fly into Europe this weekend to hold talks with the Man City hierarchy over his client's future. Apparently, you know, they Man City expect Gabriel has this to inform them very shortly of his wish to leave. Gold Brazil are claiming that as well as speaking to City. His agent will also meet with the clubs currently pursuing a deal for Hezis, including Arsenal. It's claimed that the Gunners may have to lower may have to lower their reported bid if they fail to clinch top four. The report also outlines, although Arsenal may be unable to offer Champions League football to the Brazilian attacker, Hezis is more concerned with finding a team that will allow him, better yet, afford him regular first-team football and a financial adventurous contract, something that Arsenal will be able to... Hey, brother, call William. Because William got bans for nothing. Come on, man. Come on, get Gabriel. Come on, man. Tottenham set to muscle in on Arsenal's targets. Apparently, they're currently looking at Osman and Isaac. And just like us, they're looking at the baller. Man, I'm trying to hear what Terry's saying there. We've already seen that. Dominic Calvert-Lewin has dropped a hint on his future. What has he said? What a roller coaster football! What what a roller coaster football is sometimes. It's why we love the game and why the fans love it. Ideally, we wouldn't be in this situation. We'd have been higher. But when it produces moments like that to go from low to high, I'm not sure I'll sleep tonight. Stay on. You just stayed in the bloody league. What's going on here? The way they've been welcoming us. Got the first goal. They made the difference. I know some fans have questioned my commitment to to the club but i'll always try my best and i hope my goal shows that today Ooh, i mean stay bro trust show your commitment by staying sign a new deal coach them and forget arsenal apparently firenord have ruled out impossible deal for arsenal lone star frank arneson has ruled out any hope of striking a deal with arsenal for reese nelson apparently he's impressed in in holland and he's got a cup final to think about soon next week but he is now set to return to the Emirates with just over 12 months remaining on his current contract, people. I mean, I would like Nelson to be given a chance. If there's anyone I've wanted to make it at this club, it's Nelson. But 
maybe he needs to go somewhere you're going to play significantly. Hopefully, you know, with Pepe leaving, with Europa League football, there's minutes there. Is the 22-year-old going to play enough minutes to truly develop? And like you see with Eddie, get some fluidity? I don't know. But it seems like that's that. And apparently this is reiterated that Arsenal are talking with Juventus about potential targets. Apparently we're looking at Weston McKennie and Arthur. We'll have to see. Apparently, Arsenal have been handed a boost in their hopes of signing Telemans, people. Telemans is about to enter the final year of his contract, as you guys know. Tottenham will probably finish, end up finishing in the top four, so that might change things. But for a while now, Arsenal has been his preferred destination. So it depends how important it is for him to be playing in the Champions League if they don't get there, people. The Congress exit talk's been ruined. Arsenal are encouraged to go on a spending spree. Can we spend correctly, people? To reiterate the Nelson thing, apparently, in a, in a final contract year, they don't rent players anymore. Keeping Nelson, that's almost impossible for us. Gwendozi's trying to be a pagan, encourages Saliba to leave. I hope William stays here. He's having a great season. He deserves everything that has happened to him. He's a great guy outside. He's had a lot of great games. Arsenal bulking at the Jesus fee. Once again, we're targeting Arthur Mello. Mavropanos has officially left the club, people. Once again, Arsenal were eyeing quality over quantity. I've got that report somewhere, people. So we'll have to see. We saw we covered a lot of this yesterday. Real Betis president confirms Hector Bellerin will, will return to Arsenal despite his successful spell in Spain, people. I mean, he has to return at some point. Every lone player has to, isn't it? So we'll have to see. Hopefully, you cut your hopefully you 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 cut your wages. Right, Ali McBurney's been told to meet Nottinghamshire police will be arrested. Fuck that. Do the race, bro. You ain't done nothing, bro. Say it's a catfish. Get out there, man. Go on the run, man. Fuck that. You don't hand people in. Catch me if you can. Settings. Dead that. Anyways, Bellerin, he was crying on that at the end of his loan spell. Hector is a fantastic player and a very good person. It was a loan that we had from Arsenal. Now he returns to Arsenal. From then on, we'll see. Now nah, buy him, bro. It's true that he's been... Very caught up in everything about Betis because, in addition, his parents are Betis fans. Hopefully, we cross paths again. Trust, man. Bellerin said, all my family supported Betis. So, you won a trophy there, man. You've won it with Arsenal. You've won something with your with your family club. Do your thing, man. Stay there permanently. There's more memories. Everyone at home followed them. My dad and I were diehard supporters. There's an energy in the stadium that's difficult to describe. It's fantastic. It's wonderful to be able to share the atmosphere with the fans, the supporters here. Have so much respect for the players. They love football and the club. Trust, stay there, bro. You're going to have to cut your wages and we're going to have to take some meaty peas. So, yeah, once again, in relation to Nelson, people, I think we've already covered that, in it? So let's cut that. Oh, wow. I must have been really trying to give Reese Nelson propaganda. God, bare articles. But anyways, Arsenal want five more players sold to raise more trans. Pepe could go. What's he going to go for? Guendouzi's gone in addition to Mavropanos. Ainsley Maitland-Niles may not join Roma on a permanent transfer. May no way Jose's doing that. Pepe's future at Arsenal is uncertain. Pepe's sale will be dependent on the club finding a buyer willing to meet his huge wage demands as he currently earns 140 a week, people. He has got new agents, so hopefully you cut your wages and you keep moving, man. Is what it is. I mean, we've already seen this with, with Guendouzi. Yes, you know, me hanging on for some Gabriel as this news, fighting for my damn life there. Big up you lot. Arsenal will target 
quality over quantity in the transfer market this summer with the club ready to significantly back Mikel Arteta again, despite likely missing out on Champions League football. Defeats to Tottenham and Newcastle have left Arsenal relying on doomed Norwich beating Spurs on the final day. Right, who's relying on Norwich? Not me. Maybe some Arsenal fans, but that's a myth. Arsenal have planned accordingly for playing in the Champions League, Europa League, or having no European football again. So the clubs, so the team's collapse is not thought to have disrupted their summer plans, which it shouldn't. With a return to at least the Europa League guaranteed, Arteta will have will have to boost the squad, which became stretched by injuries during the running. Although he has indicated that he prefers working with small, talented group of players. To be fair, he did sit there and say he wants a squad of twenty-two. Do we have that? Apparently, the head coach has told technical director of football, Edu, and chief executive, Vinay Ventakasham, that he wants two top players in every position. All right. The club will therefore aim to raise funds by offloading unwanted players, including re returning loanees, Grendozi, Bellerin, Pablo Marie, who you bought, and Terrero, and aim to bolster the squad with a small number of top players. At least one striker is priority, particularly with Eddie and Ketty and Lacazette out of contract at the end of the season. While Arteta also wants a midfielder, Gabriel Jesus and Leicester's Yuri Telemans are among their top targets. We just spoke about potentially confirming the signing of Marquinhos as well, the young man. Pepe, as we said, he's keeping it moving. Arsenal have made their minds up. They're ready to sell him at a huge loss. Um, and Arsenal sources told Football Insider that the club are exploring ways to get Pepe off their wage bill. We're willing to accept a loss of more than 40 million people. Whether that happens or not is another thing. What's their that their idea of two players, though, DG? Of two players? I don't know what you're asking me, man, but I don't know. I don't work for Arsenal. It's probably a loan with an option to buy, similar to what saw Endombele go to Leon, in my opinion. We've made an offer for the pay, allegedly, says the scum. Let's, re let's refresh this. Considering the move for Babaka Kamara instead, new contracts have been announced. Saliba has hinted at a return because he's got number two on his creps. I don't know what that means, but all right. Bellerin, as we said, is, except, is expected to return. Saka, can, Saka is in love with Arsenal and has no intention of leaving the club. Love's not enough, bro. You could be, you know, for the galley out there, you could be with a, with a man. And for the mandem, you could be with a girl and love each other, but it's not enough, bro. It might not be enough to be the best you can be and develop and all these things. Love is, you get it. In the same way, Saka was probably telling Ramsdale and Ben White, yo, if you come Arsenal, what do you think is going to happen? Same way Jack Grealish has to have been asking Trent and Reese James and in that playing for Pep, what's it like being in the champs? You think Saka's not having them combos? I think you should stay for the next 18 months, but bro, if you cut out, I can't blame you for cutting. Like, I can't blame you for cutting. At the moment, there are no changes related to the situation for the Champions League spot. Saka is in love with Arsenal, but obviously the negotiations are still at early stages. As of today, Saka is not yet negotiating with other clubs, even if you have heard murmurings about interest from City and Liverpool. I can't begrudge you. got my blessing to go to them clubs there. Man. It is what it is. I've seen Henri and Cecily, bro, like Vieira and that. Apparently, Darwin Nunes has snubbed Manchester United because he wants Champions League football. So if he's turning them down, he's definitely turning here Arsenal didn't expect top four I'm sure Leicester expected to win the league when they did you know goals change throughout the season you can have your goal from the start but yeah 
Kevin Campbell, I like you, but come on, man. Arteta's tactics were to blame on top of the players just doing shit stuff at Newcastle. So, I ain't on trying to read that. We're talking nonsense. Diop, I don't think he's ready. With FIFA on his lip. How many times is he going to tell us Bellerin's returning? Arteta said there's always a... Man... Shut up with all that bullshit. There ain't no chance of that Champions League. I want to be wrong by all means. Clip me up and whatnot if I get it wrong. But man, I'm not trying to hear that. So yeah, no one's trying to hear that. We've spoken about this already, people. Apparently, Goa said they found that the possible absence of the team in continental competition is a negative factor in the choice of the player who expects proposals from other clubs in European football. However, it is not the most decisive point at this point. The striker and his staff desire is to close a long-lasting agreement, financially adventurous, and where he can participate more frequently in games. So, I mean, Gabriel Jesus will not stay at Manchester City in 2022-23. He and his reps have already informed the club of their desire to leave in the next transfer window. Arsenal emerged as the most interested party, especially for the possibility of returning to the Champions League. The club, however, could not pull back and whatnot. They initially wanted 60 million euros for the move to the Gunners. However, they are ready to accept 50 million euros from the London club, a lower value than this must not be accepted by City. Again, his agent is travelling on Saturday to talk to the City board about the departure and will also listen to interested parties. Juventus is interested in him, people. So that's something he could be doing, but they've just signed Vlahovic and that still apparently might even get morale. So we'll have to see what happens there. Arsenal have restarted talk with Arthur Melo and personal terms have already been agreed. So, yeah, we've already seen that about him. I mean, if Alwa can go Leicester, then we must be able to bag him. Leicester City want Arsenal transfer target to replace Yuri Telemans. Leicester City are interested in signing uh, Hossam Alwa to replace Yuri Telemans. I mean, can we get Madison as well? As you know, the 23-year-old was previously on the radar of Arsenal with reports as recently as March linking him with linking Arsenal with a return people. Leicester won him as a replacement. He's played 214 games for Leon. He's having a decent year this year as well. Bring him to the carpet, man. He's got European experience. Pep loves him. He's technically sound. I would love, I would love Madison as well, but it's not going to happen. I do think if Leicester can attain him, then we should be able to attain him. But it's not as white and black as that in football sometimes. So I think with that, that is the transfer news, people. As boring as it may or may not have been, that's where we're at. We're over it. We're over it now. We got over the line. What is it? One thirty. Thirty. There you have that, folks. That's the transfer news. We ain't ready for championship, maybe. Love ain't enough, but you could be surprised, right? Saliba, just play, please. You were quick to want Emre out, yet after all the failures of Arteta, you still say you like the guy. Don't get it. what do you see in him? And you're quick to talk nonsense. If you if you if you go back through all of my videos and you listen to what I said, I said I turned on the only time I turned on Emre is that last week he got sacked. You're not listening. I don't I don't back Arteta unapologetically. I've specifically said I like what you're doing, but if we get if you get sacked or a better guy comes, there's reasons for you to go. I'm not gonna cry. Don't hear, you know, please listen to what's being said. You're living up to your lane. Last word, Guna. If you stop listening, trying to get the last word and listen, use these. You got one of these, 
two of these, use that. Then I might answer your question, please. By all means, criticize my opinions, scrutinize my opinions, but make sure you're getting at specifically what I said. Dickhead. Quality over quantity. We need both, bro. <laughs> Trust. Appreciate that, man. Hope Arteta can turn Gabbers this to R9. Gabriel's a lot of potential, but part of me is unsure about him. For 35 to 40, it's a no-brainer, though. How many goals did Calvert-Lewin score this season? I don't know. You'd have to run up that on Google. I love Partey, but we should definitely keep him, but bring someone in who is at the same level or better to compete. He can't stay fit to save his life, and it'd be crazy to depend on him. Fair enough. Fair enough. Got to ready the Turner quotes with an American accent. DG, I think Hutchison is better than Marquinhos. Bear Meadie Don's in training. But he definitely hasn't got the link to Williams Restaurant anymore. It's true, you know. It's true. He looks meaty, but he's Brazilian, so I'll give him a pass. DG, I live in Sao Paulo. He's average at the moment. I hear that. Hope he can just show levels in it. All I care about is peace. You might buy him for three million if you can make him. If you can sell him for six million, calm. I want another one of Edu's nephews. You know me, if it might. It's not even a clapback, bro. What are you talking about? Like, draw me out, but draw me out for what I said, bro. I don't do all of that. Like, one thing that annoys me about making content, people hear what they want to hear. Like, that is what frustrates me. Like, get on to me. Like, scrutinize the opinion. I always say, I always tell you what to think. Not, I always tell you a lot to think, not what to think. Don't take my word for gospel, but scrutinize what I've said. Like, that jars me, you know. That's jarred me. That's jarred me for years before I've even made content. Like, get on to me for what I've said. Don't be doing all of that, man. On a good mood, or would you know what? Allow you. I don't understand the question. You're doing that South London's finest question. We did, man. I thought it was PSG marking you at first, got all happy and shit. Done it to yourself, man. DG, you think the players fear Arteta? I see a lack of risk-taking or players using their initiative. I think they like... I mean, you've got to have that healthy bit of fear for your manager because it's not your friend, but you can't rule by fear. I don't think Arteta does that. Um, and if they're lacking courage on the pitch, what well, I do think Arteta gives it to them, but they have to keep, they have to, they have to, you have to ask yourself why you're doing that. And also, you could say maybe it comes down to they're not confident in Arteta's system, they're reluctant to make a mistake. Maybe it's, uh, you know, to be fair, maybe it's, you know, Arteta hasn't given them confidence. I truthfully couldn't answer that, but it could be anything really, but I don't think so. It is my fault, Arteta is here, mate. For the first time since some time under Wenger, I started trusting our 11 bar one or two positions. Xhaka, who, is, who, to be honest, I almost trust when Partey is playing. I don't trust no one at Arsenal, man. The young, Saka, Smith-Rowe, Martinelli, and I just discount a little bit of what they're doing. Melo is able to take the ball under pressure and turn out of trouble. You can't pass the ball into Xhaka and then under pressure, which is a big reason why we struggled under Newcastle. But exactly, because they can't get fouled, you know. They can't get fouled and then get and then and then carry on. They can't get us higher up the field and they look shook. You know, and then they stands in front. One thing I, I like, one thing I hate that he does. 
there's like five Newcastle players here. You know you don't want the ball. So he stands right in front of them. You know in your heart you don't want the ball. You know in your heart you don't want it. It's meaty. Oh, that is absolutely meaty. What else is going on in the world of football? Let me recycle this when I say world of football. Going on in the world of Arsenal, there yet? Oh, it's one-one. Turkey and Serbia drawing one-one. What a game this is turning into? Doesn't feel like there's anything. Where's Mikel Arteta's press conference? Man? She must have given that now. Or was it tomorrow? Oh, he's doing it now. Pardon me. So I guess that's something to consider tomorrow. Crazy stuff. Boy, 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 boy. Yeah, man, they sat their coach. Why are some man talking about too much pressure on Gabby taking the 11? He'll be calm. I mean, he's there with Saka and, and Smith Rowan. There needs to be an investigation into how players are recovering after games with our facilities. Otherwise, players will keep coming to Arsenal and getting injured. There needs to be something. There's something we're doing wrong or something we're not doing that's... Obviously, these players are not staying fit, isn't it? Like, you're right with that. I don't know what's, go I don't know what's going on in that regard. And I'm no physio or doctor, but they're going to have to deal with that. I react when it all comes out, man. I like to see exactly what you can't. If we were just on Twitch, I would, but then you know we're gonna get copyright things. And say, oh, you're using Arsenal's footage and all of this. It's crazy. The current midfield pivot is hella shook when it gets on top trust, and it's hit and miss. It's meaty. There's sometimes party looks rubbed. Sometimes party looks like party's holding Xhaka's hand. Let's be real. There was times where Xhaka looked like he was holding his hand. There was times party was thriving without Xhaka being a thing. There was times where Xhaka was holding it up on his own, but. I'm not convinced in that pivot over a 38-game period. You said that before. That's good for you, man. Saka and Smith-Rowe are under pressure because they're relied on to save us in every game. In my opinion, it ain't the shirt number. They need experience to run. It's not the shirt number, man. Come on, bro. Man, I'm not thinking. You think Saka, people think Saka and Smith-Rowe going, oh, my God, I'm wearing Arsenal number 10 and 7. I can't play. Or is it the pressure they're putting on themselves because they want to succeed? The pressure from the manager, the pressure through the obvious. And I'm not going, oh, my God, the 7 shirt feels heavy. Come on, man. Anyone that's played Sunday League, have you like, been having a bad game? I thought, oh, my God. Well, in fact, certain comments, I can tell certain people on the bench, but you're like, oh my God, I got the number nine. It's not working, man. It's absolutely crazy. I don't think we try to process the ball swiftly. I don't think there was any, I disagree, Charlie. I don't think there was any risk-taking in that game at Newcastle. People were bottling it and we were just going long and that's not going to work. Eddie and Ketty is not, you know, pushing two 250 kilograms on the chest and six foot and all of this. We're just banging it into him. And you're not going to beat Dan Byrne and all them guys in the air. We're just knocking it into the channels for, for Bukayo Saka and Smith Rowe. And again, Eddie Howe was planned for that. They were winning the first and seconds and then just walking past our midfield. There's a non-existent press. No one's sharing for the ball. As much as Ramsdale might have looked shaky, you know, 
it's either no one showing for the ball, the manager's telling you to go long. It's either the players are not confident in the system or the players haven't, haven't done what the gaffers told him. And I mean, if we take Xhaka's comments at face, at face value, the manager told you to do one thing in the aftermath of the Newcastle game, I'm talking about people. Manager told you to do one thing, you're doing another. So, and I just feel away from that. I think, I think, I, I think it's not even a tactics thing. I think they lost the battle to the 12th man. We just look shook. We just look shook. And that's been the thing. Sometimes, we, you know, it's not going to be your day. You're going to concede. You have to forgive you. Sometimes it looks like some of, sometimes we've, we've never played football. Like, you lot hear me on my live streams, I always say, what, we've never, you lot, I've never conceded a goal before. What's going on? It's almost like heads are like, like that, like what's going on? There's been times we've reacted well, of course. Arteta speaks about 190 to 100 goals, so you're right, man. All or nothing gonna be amazing, mate. Gonna be absolutely amazing, I'll tell y'all. But we made Crystal Palace, bro. Crystal Palace, Newcastle, Brighton, away. Anytime it's a bit, it's a bit peak. Guys acting like they're playing away at Boardwalk Farm, and that then I can't understand if certain men are shook. Because certain man used to get shook growing up. Certain games were won for farm when I, I used to play for farm and then I left. Certain games were won before the game was played. Exactly. Sunday league experts, mate. Where's the question, Bosnian man? Do you think we would be comfortable right now if we just beat Southampton away Burn or Burnley at home? It's brazy, man. Listen, everybody's free to do what they want to do in their life, man. No one should be discriminated against for their sexual orientation, race, religion, background, etc. Just leave people alone, do what they're doing. As long as no one's killing anyone, troubling anyone, let people do what they're doing. You ain't tricking me out my position. I don't know why he asked that. But you ain't tricking me out of my position. If our goes to Leicester, I'm gonna cry. But my crying stopped when Thierry Henry left in it. I rate Melo, but when people are talking about being on being good under pressure in the Premier under under pressure in the Italian league, which is really slow, I hear that concern, but I think he's done it. Who is Arteta after? You have to call him, bro. I don't know. You have to chat to him. I don't know. He will call or call cool Edu. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like you lot. Could never, man. Apparently, Spurs squad got food poison on Twitter. Someone's running bands, man. There's no way. How? There's no way. Spurs fans, Spurs players probably for the last week could probably only eat internally at that ground or have to go to Conte's yard to eat. Very much doubt that. It'd be good. I hope it is. Respectfully, I hope no one dies in that. But yeah. I'd love that to be the case. I can't see it, though. Right, allegedly, Kuliseski did not train and has been sick with a stomach virus, which has affected four Spurs players. Wenger did it again? I don't know, man. It's irrelevant, man. It's irrelevant, man. It wouldn't even matter what's going on if we just did our jobs, man. Of course, I hope that they bottle it and thingies, but I'm yeah, man. 
What's this? A new contract for Serge Gnabry is not currently in sight. The player didn't want to accept Bayern's latest offer and there are no further meetings scheduled at the moment. Come home, Gnabry. Come home. That's all I've got to say. Just, just come home. Unfinished business. Just, just come home, bro. Let's return. Please. It's waffle Spurs are going to violate Norwich regardless. Bro, they're going to pump them, man. If the players don't follow your instructions, it's on you as a coach. Either way, they don't respect you enough. To, that's not necessarily true because I've played Sunday League where we, I definitely respect my manager. We definitely respect our, our manager and what he's doing. But we, whether it's incompetence, stupidity, ignorance, haven't reacted. But you are right in that fundamentally everything that happens is on you. Everything, good or bad, it's on you. Probably is fake news, man. The agents are right. And maybe they're just capping, man. That I block him, block him, man. That's just some weird shit. Uh, he tried, man. Uh, he's tried. You can't, man. You can't. You have to come out of this thing. I can't lie, man. You're on a mad thing. You have to come out of this thing. Safe. Shout out to Twitch gang as well, apart from mine, man, man. If we pump them five, what makes you think they won't? Exactly, man. Come on, man. Norwich, you're too dead, man. I'm still mad over us giving El Nene a new contract. These senior players here play hide and seek more than the youth. Feeling the kit or nah? I'm not feeling... Well, I've bought it. I don't really like the, the home shirt in comparison to what is allegedly um, the pink and the, and the black shirts. But yeah, man. I believe Arsenal have overachieved. You've got to remind yourself last season we finished eighth. Come on, I'll take your word for it, man. Overachieved is a very subjective statement, bro. I'll take your word for it, man. I hope it has been, but bro, even food poisoning, bro. You could be food poisoned and you still do dirt against against Norwich, man. Fuck all of that, man. So yeah, let's hope that it affects them, but they're gonna get the job done, man. I hope they turn into Spursy and all these things, but not even Spurs could fuck that up. It's too much to do, man. Way too much to do. It's crazy, man. They not got time for that, man. No, I ain't even trying to. I ain't trying to hear it, lads. Not trying to hear it, man. Uh, El Nene is a squad player filling a rotation in weak games. No problems with the new contract, but he knows his place in the squad. He's our Milner. Uh, I agreed with everything else you said until the Milner thing. I don't agree with that because Milner's reliable. Milner's got a certain mentality. I can't lie, I like El Nene, but he looks soft as well. He crumbles. In the last couple of games, I'll be real, he's crumbled. You know, he crumbled. It's Cedric's fault, but he crumbled again. He crumbled in midfield like everybody. But speaking about Nene, he crumbled at Newcastle. Crumbled in the build-up to Leeds, Leeds' his goal. He's not alone, but yeah, he ain't no Milner. Like, Milner's got a certain mentality. I can't lie. El Nene ain't got that. I hear it, but no, no. I get the sentiment, but no, 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 no. No, no. No, no, no. Fuck it. Hey, Milner... You might, well, you could look like you could play to your 50. You might as well come to the Emirates. We need to hold the pension. There's Milner, Fernandinho. Well, Fernandinho could probably end up becoming the gaffer as well. The difference between Saka and Kevin De Bruyne is the latter two have shot power and accuracy on goals. Goals matter, not just quality. Love for the super chat. All right. Love for the super chat, bro. Ski, man. Pookie, let's be having you. 
No, there's many problems. I mean, in my opinion, El Nene probably should be let moved on. But in the grand scheme of things, giving him a new deal, like you said, he knows his place in the squad. That's calm. I would play devil's advocate for other players. They say comfy to pick up wages and not playing. That's a bad, you know, that is the same attitude we're trying to reset. And he did look to leave in Jan. But I don't mind El Nene staying. The problem is relying on these dons in crunch periods, you know. Yeah, you can get away with the occasional, you know, big game, United and Chelsea, you might do well. But then when we start going on, people are going to revert back to their level. The example was good. I think people are just hanging on the Milner thing and just moving mad. Overachieving would be being consistent and beating Chelsea to third. With the way teams have fallen apart around us, fourth should have been achieved from the position we found ourselves in. Newcastle, Norwich fans, sorry, can't allow this team to roll over at home. Operation Sabotage. I say all the Arsenal fans say, fuck going to the Emirates. <laughs> Go up to Norwich. So Cedric should be a steward or something at the Emirates, man. Like Don's like Don's like Cedric. We should be doing he should be doing like with Tavares now, Arsenal in the community. Send them to all the secondary schools, send them to all the local businesses. You know, all the charities, that is you lot's thing for Arsenal Football Club. You lot, that's that. we got Arsenal player coming down, it's that. Send them to all the hospitals, that's you lot. Community work, that's you lot, man. There might be, but can't lie, it wouldn't surprise me if Spurs are capping, man. Because the thing is, Cedric, like, at least El Nene is humble. You can tell El Nene knows he's not lit. Like, Cedric genuinely looks like, some from some of his reactions and how he talks and carries on, he genuinely thinks he's lit. Like, he genuinely thinks he's hurt. Like, you're not that guy, man. Now, I remember reading one of them, these interviews to you, like, where he's talking about, do this and do that. Shut up, man. Play your position, man. Push the piano, man. If you're media, at least just be consistent when you come in to the fold. That's where it is. Community service, man. That's that's you lot's thing, man. Help out at the, you know, half time. Help out with the with the you know, let fans get back to their, their seats quicker. Go help with the beers and that. You don't need to be here for this. I don't even know, man. But even it was wherever Cedric costs, it's been too expensive, man. It's been the, the most expensive thing is the most cheap the, the you know the beautiful thing about life. One thing you can't put a price on is peace of mind. And these lot couple of these guys have been anything but that. Like Cedric's not switched on defensively, he's not an outlet going forward. Pardon me, just meaty, really. Like it's just meaty, man. He does, he's had some good games sometimes, but I mean, how many times have we seen it with Cedric, man? From he got ripped against Sunderland and, and Nottingham Forest, he's a myth. It was a myth. So, you know, I'm not even vexed. I'm getting to the point where I'm not even vexed at some of these players no more. Like, I can't get vexed at shit dons because I know your shit. I have to start getting angry at the dons playing them now. Big up DJ Nene. Doesn't have Milner's versatility either, but Ainsley Maitland-Niles is the nearest to Milner, not just the mentality. Obviously not the mentality, but in terms of being able to play where I get it, but like, Right now, Ainsley Maitland-Niles is a jack-of-all-trades, master of none. Milner's a centre-mid, able to play in a couple of other roles. Obviously, his legs are probably gone. He probably can't do the wing thing again. Would you take Tarkovsky on the three? No, no, no. I mean, we could do a lot worse, isn't he? He's better than holding, so by default, why not? But no, no. Isco, no, no. It's not 2012, man. The Isco thing's dead now, man. It's like trying to get got saying that. It's done now, man. It's over. 
No, Cedric will get my support because he's full back union, but he's meaty. Like, he's caught half... Oh, we sit, I sit here every live stream. He's caught high up the field all the time. Like, that's one thing I don't like in relation to Tavares and, and Cedric. I don't know what it is, but Cedric's as much of a... I'm exaggerating, of course, but Cedric is as much of a loose cannon as, as Tavares. You're out of position more time as well. Arsenal in the community, bro. He, telling you, some man need to be doing that. El Nene as well, part-time. He's cool, though, man. I see Saka going to cricket clubs, Ramsdale going to chippies, and I love all of that. But, bro, these men can do something. Really. Nah, man, your point made sense. Tarkovsky is better than all your centre-backs. I can't lie. Uh, I'll take your word for it. I mean, I do think people overcompensate, overcompensate and over, overstate El Nene needed to stay, but we could do a lot worse, you know. I don't mind El Nene staying, like, so, yeah, man, but I can't lie, you know, when we start talking about Cedric and that, I know it's my time to go, people. So, yeah, man. Man said, bro, I've been a full, I've been a fullback for years. Cedric is not in my union trust. He needs to sign up to another one. But when we're talking about these dons, it's time for me to get out of here, man. I'm going to eat my lunch. YouTube crew, thank you very much. Twitch ones, I'll be back to play Football Manager at 4.30. We came second in the league. No trophies, but second in it. So, we're going to keep running away to that, in it, Bro... Charlie, take it to town with Cedric, man. But I'm, I'm, I've got nothing to say. Like we've seen it. Like certain guys, I, at some point you have to protect your own mental health, folks. You need to protect your own mental health. Like I can't. Certain guys, I don't want to get angry. Like, I, I can't get angry at. I don't want to get angry at certain guys anymore. I don't want to, man, because just certain guys are just. It's let you down, isn't it? Like, is can we get to two hundred likes? We're at one eight seven inches. I just want to ask quick. Like, I don't like to talk about the people I have no expectations on. Like, it's, I don't know how to formulate the sentence, people. Like, is what do we say? Like, yeah, man. Like, I don't know what to say, man. So, on that note, I'm going to leave it, people. It's been a fantastic one being here with you lot. You know, it's been amazing. Last live stream of the of well, last watch along will be obviously Arsenal versus Everton people. That's on Twitch and YouTube. Twitch will be there in due course. YouTube hit the like button. So yeah, man. Totally, I don't get mad when Arsenal lose anymore. It's just psychological. The only thing I, I don't get vexed at Arsenal losing for me, I get vexed of uh, us internally. Like if if we lose to teams that are better than us or better better than us on the day, what can you say? You have to shut your mouth. It's just Newcastle, Tottenham, Everton. Brighton, with Palace, we're defeating ourselves, and that's what winning, losing, and drawing comes with football. Like it, 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 you sign up for that, you know. I've got as much as I don't like Spurs, I've got no problems shaking Spurs fan hand or shaking Spurs and saying you lot with the you lot with the better men on the day, which they were. But when we're collapsing ourselves, this way I have issues, man. Show with with Baines on Twitch. It should be, but I can't. Like, I want to watch. I want to watch the under seventeens, man. I'm watching Turkey versus uh, Serbia, and later it's Spain. It's Spain versus Belgium. I can't lie. DG Scout is still alive and kicking, man. Well, yeah. Man said, "Is it time to talk? Is it is it time to talk about Marie?" Saying that, these footballers shout me because we'll get views on the channel. Let me interview you lot. Oh, that's it. I'll be ashamed to say Cedric. No, man. I, I've always rated you, man. Played for Inter. You done this. You done that. 
But yeah, we're talking about shit players, man. Like, um, you lot are giving me PTSD. So yeah, let me go eat my, my, my lunch. You lot stay blessed. I hope everyone's had a great week. I hope everyone's going to have a great weekend. I hope you've moved that much closer to any goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions and that that you have. I hope everyone's healthy. So yeah, check out the... Again, I can't lie, people. Like, I keep saying, check out the rest of the vids. I've cut up a lot of clips from my live streams. I won't release them all today, but how many have we got? In, excluding this, which I'm going to do the same thing. Come on, one sec. Before we get out of here, I, I'm not leaving now if you flop me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, thirteen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 13. Yeah, 13 vids at some point in the next 48 hours, 72 hours to come online, innit, people? Because you'll always get on to me about, oh, I love the live streams, but can you cut up some of the clips because I'm doing this? I always tell you, lot, check the bloody timestamps. And I do that. So I, I only do that for you, lot, people. I only cut up the clips for you, lot, in it, but to make it easier for you, lot, because it might just make your viewing experience better. But yeah, on that note, I can move this now and I can watch this properly. People, stay safe, stay blessed. I'm out, man. Safe, 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 safe. Thank you for all your support throughout the season as well, people, as well. I've been given like